Come one, come all, come gather round. Come hear tales both lost and found. Finally, a show not about true crime. It's David and Michael Story Time. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Story Time. I'm David Miller, and I'm David Miller's friend, Michael Santel. Uh, that's true. Uh, we're back with more Norse myths. Yeah, Norse myths. I'm like doing both. I got my I got my feet planted in several stories, right? Yeah, have, you're you've got a lot going on right I know, now. I'm all over the place. I had I just this episode will be coming out after we just went back to the Bible for a bit. Quick show business, little show business talk for a second sure. behind the scenes. I'm all sorry right. to like pull this curtain back yeah, to the audience. Take a peek. Is your library book overdue and do you owe any money on <laughs> it? No, I just renewed it. Okay, good. But you did owe money on At it? At a certain point I did. Okay, I, are we caught up? We are paid up. Okay. And I rechecked it out Listen, so I got extra renewed. If this becomes it. a problem, we're gonna have to start a Patreon, okay? <laughs> I don't want us to get dinged. I don't need your credit getting dinged for all these for books. my library fees. Yeah. Yeah, no, we're good. We're good. Nerd this is, shit. This is above board. Wonderful. All Speaking right. of above board, where are we going to today? <laughs> we're going back to Asgard. That's right, the and middle. At certain times, Midgard. Yeah, uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, and at a certain point, Jotunheim. Yeah, Jotunheim. Uh, all right. So, yeah, so I've just got a few more stories today. I know last time I told you... I was going to say, how does it connect to last time? It's just more stories. Last time there was a bunch of stories that ended up kind of all having the theme of Beware of Strangers. Yeah, what is this week's theme? I don't know, actually. Uh, Okay, so David didn't do any research. I read the stories and took notes. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I'm hoping that we'll find a theme throughout these, because I couldn't quite place an overt one, you know? But one may develop. Uh, Actually, I do have one in my mind that I think it might be. But is it a spoiler? Should we save it for uh, the end? I wouldn't say it's a spoiler. I think overall, the the overall theme of this week's stories are, ugh, fucking Loki. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and I'm pretty, like, every single one of, I have three stories for you today, and yeah. all of them feature Loki in some way. All right, well, So let's... there isn't really any Thor today. I know last time I told you that we'd probably have Thor next. We don't. Listen, we're in the next stage of Marvel movies. We're getting a Loki TV show. But That's we just do what have, it's about. We do have a pretty sexy story. Well, oh. there's a bunch of sex in it. I oh, is it graphic sex? No. Oh, okay. It's pretty quick, but okay. uh, it's fine. David, don't you dare fucking read that book until I get to do my predictions. Oh, yeah, 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 do your predictions. Uh, so the first story <laughs> is called The Theft of Idun's Apples. Okay, the apples are not actually apples. Okay. They're some sort of jewels. Okay. They're jewels with powers of some uh, of some kind. Okay. Um, Somebody steals them and then they... If you had to guess the exact type of precious metal or stone that the apples were mm, you used a lot of words there that make me think they're more than just like well like, like if it was if it was it could be a ruby or it could be like you know silver like those oh, are different. it's like... gonna be amethyst okay amethyst special things apples okay. i just learned that word because i started watching steven universe i'm so proud of you uh oh and there's a talking snake in it okay Next story. Uh, oh, well, we're going to do predictions as we come to this. Oh, okay, okay, right. hold on. So they're stealing stuff. Okay, so they steal them in some fun, magical way, and then they also steal them back another fun, magical way. Okay, okay, cool. Okay, those right. are my predictions for this right. one. Okay. Uh, so, the theft of Iden's apples. Uh, again, we are getting the, the, if I'm quoting any text for these myths, um... It's because I read the runes myself. Oh my god! No, uh, yeah. I'm reading from the book The Norse Myths by Kevin Crossley Holland. Great. So just giving credit where credit's due. When you said you read the runes yourself, I just pictured Monty Python saying, uh, "And the Holy Grail is in." Ah. 
Uh, when I, uh, uh, kind of a long time ago, yeah. on, on a first date that I went on. Oh boy, date stories! Years ago. We never get date stories. Years. This is years ago. Did you, I know her? Yes. Oh boy. <laughs> we'll talk, I'll tell you who Is it was. she going to be a guest on this pod? Absolutely not. Perfect. Uh, <laughs> um, we went to a... A psychic that was just like on, you know, like on some corner of like Fairfax and whatever. David, I know how broke you are. I can't believe you fucking wasted your money on that I shit. I wasn't as broke then. Oh, okay. Or at least I wasn't. I didn't care or know about <laughs> it. Okay, great. Uh, so we went to one and I was given, I was like, yeah, I'll do a reading or whatever. Yeah, psychic me. And she's like. Was it accurate? Well, no. I It was kind of bullshit. And, okay. But what, it, well, sort of. You have a beard. I was given a choice. Do you want to do like the cards? Do you want to do. Uh, like a palm thing, or do you want to do the Norse runes? And I was like, yeah, give me the Norse runes. You should have done the cards, FYI. No, but... here's why it was bullshit. She's like, okay, and she pulls out a bag, and she's like, reach in and pull out three runes. So I do, I pull out my three runes. What was on your runes? I put them down, and then she takes out a book, and she hands it to me, and she goes... Look up what your runes are in there. The bitch couldn't even I do it herself! I shouldn't... You shouldn't call her a bitch. That's I'm sorry. I was just unhappy with this business owner's fucking business practices. I, did, I didn't appreciate that I was basically paying her like 40 bucks to let me... Read a fucking book! Yeah, like something I could have bought off like Amazon or Barnes & Noble or whatever. It was the past, so it was probably Barnes & Noble. You probably had to go somewhere. I don't <laughs> I, know. Actually, I, we did go to a Barnes & Noble. Uh, not that day, but on another date. Yay, coffee um, dates. Yeah, she then looked at the date. I what was, did your rune say? I can't remember. Oh, okay. And they didn't really feel like they applied. Okay. But then she looked at my date and told her, without prompting, wasn't... She didn't buy a reading. She just looked at her. So her psychic abilities were going off. She like kind of leaned in and like touched her, you know, like put her hand on her like leg or whatever or her shoulder, I can't remember, and was just like, "You you've met someone. They're fun, but they're not the one." That was you. That was me. She was talking about you. She was. Did you date this person for a long time? For a while. You oh know them. Oh my god. You, she's very deep in my history. Oh boy. Oh boy. Yeah. Is it the Orange County one? No, this is the more recent one. Oh the, boy! Yeah. David, she told you it was doomed. The one thing the psychic tells yeah, you. Yeah, no, we dated for like three years. Wow, and you <laughs> knew it was going to go that way the well, whole time. You know, it happens. Never, I know it doesn't happen, David. That half of that shit was real. Anyway, Norse runes. Okay, that's, that's why we got there. Where were we? Oh, Loki. Yeah, the theft of Idun's apples. Idun's apples. I D U N. Idun. Idun. All right. Icarly. So, one day. One day. Odin, Loki, and Onir. Remember Onir? He's like the one. He's the. They live in the ocean and they're real cute. They're <laughs> like they're like sea dogs. No, Onir is the one who was one of the leaders that was traded over to uh, the the Switcheroo baby gods. Yeah, they weren't babies, but he was the one who was always thought to be like a very fair person. But he had to have advice because otherwise he'd be really wishy washy and be like, I don't know, I don't know. Got it. That's Onir. So Odin, Loki, and Onir traveled to Midgard with the intent of just exploring it. Cool! They, they like wanted to go see shit that they hadn't seen yet. They want, they're going is, camping. Which to me is weird because Odin made Midgard. But David, sometimes you forget things. Like sometimes you pull runes out of a bag and then you don't remember yeah. what they said. You're right. And when you're right, you're right. Uh, so they went to go explore and they traveled like all day, super far through these like winding rivers and through these like fields. Question. Are they on a boat? No, they're like on foot. They're on foot. And yeah. do they move it like Godspeed? It doesn't say. I, they're just trying. Maybe. But yeah, are they like running or are they like, oh, they're, cool, they're, they're traveling with 
some pace and distance because Did they, they go bring a long tents way. and stuff with them? Uh here's what they didn't bring. Okay. Any food. Mm. And, they gotta go kill things. And as the day started to get older or whatever. Yes, as the day <laughs> turned older. As the day turned older. What uh what what time is it outside? Ah, <laughs> oh, it looks about seven years outside. <laughs> Uh, they started to worry about what they were going to do for food because they were very hungry. Okay, well, can't they just get go to the river? They lucked upon a herd of oxen. Oxen! Yeah. Uh, so while Odin and Anir, like, went and got wood and made a fire, uh, Loki chose an oxen and killed it, and they cut it into pieces, and they threw the pieces on the fire. And soon they were so hungry and the smell was so intensely good that they were like, oh my god, yeah. So they pulled it out of the fire, but it was still raw. Oh. And so they were like, fuck, like, we must have been so hungry that, like, we thought it was a long time, but it was really not long enough for the meat to cook. So they put it back in, they restoked the fire, uh, and they wait. They ruined the, they, like, ruined the fire when they, like, grabbed the meat off of it? Yeah, like, shuffled things around, so they kind of, like, restoke it and shape it so it's a good roaring fire again. Okay. They put the meat in, uh, and then they wait, and while the day was remaining sunny, it got very cold outside, and they pulled up their cloaks and they're shivering, waiting for the meat. And then they, uh, I have a post-it to read. Thank you, post-it! It must be cooked by now, uh, Loki says. Uh, Odin took a piece out of the flames. It's still not ready, he said. And it ought to be. There's nothing wrong with the fire, Anir said. And yet our dinner is raw now as it, as it was to begin with, said Loki, looking at the meat and grimacing. Well, said Odin, something is working against it. Something sitting up here! There was something above them! Said a voice from above them. Who was it? The three gods at once looked up uh, into the leafy branches of the oak tree above the fire. They looked and saw an eagle sitting there. God damn it! I I knew I should have guessed an eagle! And it wasn't a small one. A big eagle! (laughs) If only it was a snake, right? If only it was a snake. I had a 50-50 shot. Let me eat my fill, said the eagle to the three upturned faces. Of the magic oxen? And your ox will be cooked. So if the eagle can eat as much as he wants first, the rest of it will be cooked for them. Ooh, magic on magic. Yeah. I wonder why the oxen didn't cook. That's weird. I know. Because uh, this eagle was working against it. Oh, it was hexing them. Uh-huh. The gods confirmed, conferred and were of one mind. Since we too want to eat tonight, Odin told the eagle, we agree. There is nothing else we can do. Then the eagle screeched. It flapped its immense wings, swooped down from the tree, and settled over the fire. At once, it snatched up both the shoulders and both parts of the rump as well. Then it eyed the gods and, crouching at the root of the oak, began to eat. Loki was so angry, and maybe hangry... That's not, the book doesn't say that. I was about to fucking say, did it say angry in there? <laughs> I wish it did. Uh, Mr. Crossley Holland, uh, an edit for you. Yeah, maybe add that in there, a little addendum. <laughs> Loki was so angry that he raised his staff and rammed it into the bird's body. The eagle was thrown off balance and dropped the meat. It screeched again and took to the air. One end of the staff was firmly lodged in the eagle's back, and to his alarm, Loki found that he was unable to let go of the other. Oh he, no, he's stuck in the eagle! He pulled and twisted and yelled to no purpose. His hands were stuck to the staff. The eagle flew at great speed, and it took care to fly close enough to the ground to make sure that Loki did not have a smooth ride. The trickster was dragged across the floor of Midgard, his knees and ankles banged into boulders, his legs and feet scratched by gorse bushes and thorns until they were bleeding. Mercy, shouted Loki. The eagle took no notice. It dragged Loki on his backside across a glacier until he was all but skinned. It's intense. Oh my god. (laughs) Also, fucking eagle magic, am I right? Yeah. 
So then the eagle says, I will only stop if you swear. And Loki says, what? Anything. Anything. I'll do anything. Your firstborn child. Says, only if you will swear to bring Idun and her apples out of Asgard. Who's Idun? Loki closed his eyes and pressed his lips together and said nothing. He knew now that the eagle could only be one of the giants in disguise. The eagle, always giants in disguise. It's always a giant, so it is a giant in disguise. Uh-huh. The eagle swooped again and Loki could hardly bear the pain as his kneecaps and shins and ankles and toes cracked against rocks and boulders and scree. Oh man, he's like dragging him above the like mountain ground. So he promises to do it and the eagle says, Seven days hence, lead Ijun over Bifrost when the sun is halfway between east and west. Uh, Loki says, I promise, and then his hands were set free from the staff, and he fell to the ground, picked himself up, and limped back towards his companions. So it wasn't eagle magic then, it was actually it giant, was giant magic, magic. Yeah. but those fucking giants, they're always there! Yeah. So seven days later, they go back to Asgard, or oh. they go back to Asgard, and- Is this like a ring situation? What's gonna happen? Well, because the, the eagle said, in seven days, bring Idun out of- uh, Asgard. And these are, okay, with the apples. With the apples. The golden apples that she has. They're golden! They're not Amazet! Yeah, they're golden. Okay. <laughs> uh, fucking guess they were golden. Seven days later, I tried to give you... You were pretty close when you said metals. Yeah. Seven days later, Idun was wandering in a field in Asgard, singing carefree to herself and carrying her basket of golden apples. I got it. I like to sing it about the Muna and the Juna and the Spriga. I like to sing it. That's what she's singing as she walks around <laughs> with her apples. Uh, Loki called to her and said, hey, hey, I'm so glad I found you. You won't even believe it. Acro- right across the Bifrost, like right across, there's this tree that's like in this glen and it glows like with a soft light. He's such a dirty liar. And it has apples gold just like yours. Uh, and and the way that the book says it is it's like he goes on with descriptions of this like uh, tree to anyone who was like smart enough that was listening would know that he was making this shit up. Also, but does she not know the origin of her golden apples? And then why is she? She fucking, does. But why is she just walking around with them? She's, what if they get like they're stolen? In a, they're in a basket that she has like over her shoulder. That's fine. That's a fucking purse. People snatch purses. That's her deal. She has her apples. They go with her. She's not okay. gonna leave them somewhere. Someone will steal them. Okay, I get. I know, but like, uh, never mind. Go. So he's like, oh, there's this tree over there. It's got golden apples like yours. Maybe they're just like your golden apples, and also. Give the gift of eternal youth. Oh shit, these are fucking special apples. These Her, are. Idun's golden apples give eternal youth. They're sort That's of. That's why the gods remain young. They're the, sort of like the fountain of youth in that yeah, regard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they're in apples. Yeah. So he has her, he's like, come with me, let's go see. And she's like, yeah, I agree, we should go check out these apples. These apples are from the Tree of Life, then. They're just from a tree that he found on the other side of Bifrost. But that's says, a lie! That's says, a lie! Yes, he says. So she doesn't know the origin of her apples. And look, he says, he's make sure to say, hey, make sure you bring your apples so we can compare them. Yeah, we're going to do a compare, and we're going to do science! Yeah. Back to the post-its. She loves science! Uh, so they go across the Bifrost. And the right, bridge. Yep, yeah, and right on the other side... The eagle was waiting. As soon as Idun set foot in Midgard, it rose from a thicket. It beat its dark wings, swooped on the goddess, and snatched her up. It carried her and her apples straight over the, the sea to Jotunheim. For as Loki had sus- suspected, the eagle was none other than a giant. It was Thiazi. Thiazi! Thiazi lifted Idun to his storm home at Thrymheim, high in the mountains. <laughs> oh no, Thrymheim! Here you'll stay, he gloated. Without you, without your apples, 
the gods will age and I will remain young forever. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. So uh, it's it's not like a one and done sort of thing. You have to constantly eat apples. Yeah, and it happens very quickly. Oh, shit! When they missed Idun, the gods at once grew extremely anxious. They knew that without her magic apples, they would wither and grow old. Are they like weed apples? Why are they so anxious <laughs> all of a sudden? Oh, hold on. What does it say? A text message from David. Just a second. Uh, I'm going to go back and just start that part over. Great. When they missed Idun, the gods at once grew extremely anxious. They knew that without her magic apples, they would wither and grow old. And indeed, they soon began to crumple inside their clothes and seem smaller than they were before. An apple a day keeps the doctor away. Their doctor is coming to pay. Their skin hung over their bone houses, bunched or Bone houses. Or wrinkled. Or stretched so tight that it looked as though the bone would break through. The eyes of one became bloodshot and the eyes of another misty. One god's hands began to tremble. One lost all his hair and one could not control his bowels. Oh no, he just started to shit himself! Their joints creaked and ached and they felt utterly limb-weary. The gods felt the spring in their step and the strength in their bodies ebbing from them hour by hour. Then the minds of the gods lost their skip and started to soften. One became outspoken about the shortcomings of others, and one be <laughs> just became like a regular old person. <laughs> and, I, and I also love that they're not naming names. They're like, "Look, we all we all got a little cranky and crazy, yeah, and gross. Maybe a little hangry for gonna, apples. Yeah, we're not going to name any names. Okay. Um, uh, let's see. Uh, about the shortcomings of others, one began to ramble like an idiot, but, but most of the gods grew quiet and did not trouble to say many things they would have said before. And they were all obsessed with the same concern, by the same concern with time, the same fear. When they did speak, they Because they're going to miss their programs. They don't want to miss their shows. <laughs> what time is it? When they did speak, they repeated themselves, or they began sentences and did not complete them. Oh my the God. summer sunlight shone on Asgard, flocculent clouds drifted overhead, and the minds of the gods wandered even as they worried about their old age. They were so old already. They're like super old. The only thing keeping them alive are these apples. Yeah. Uh, All Father looked at the great gathering of stooping, shuffling, mumbling figures. We must find Idun, he called. Oh, he called everyone to Gladsheim for a meeting, and they all kind of so Gladsheim is now like a, an old folks' home. They're yeah, like yeah, all they're just all like, there. Hey, yeah. Of all the gods and goddesses and their servants, only Idun and Loki were missing from the oh, meeting. Oh, but aren't they also turning? old as well? Well, Idun is with the apples, so I presume she's fine. You just have to be around the apples? I thought you had to consume the apples. I don't know. I don't know. fucking understand magic. <laughs> um, uh, so they're at the meeting. Uh, we must find Idun, he called. You see how it is without her. Without her apples. And it will grow worse. Who was the last to see her? Heimdall's servant steps up. I saw Loki lead Idun over the Bifrost. God, he just, yeah. That, just, that's the answer. Yeah, yeah, yeah he saw it. I love this sentence. There was a deep silence in Gladsheim. No one doubted then that Loki was the cause of what <laughs> happened to them. Yeah, man, he's to blame. He's always to blame. And that is blame. our first instance of, ugh, fucking Loki. Yeah, man, like, he just, like, ruined all of this. He yeah. had one thing to do. Don't fucking get rid of that golden <laughs> apple. But he had no choice because he was getting scraped over all the rocks and banged together. I get it, but, like, he couldn't trick them. Yeah. Was he going to kill somebody last week? <laughs> he's always up to bad he's shit. He's a tricky motherfucker. So they went and looked everywhere for Loki and eventually found him in Idun's field. Like where oh. Iden was wandering around, asleep. He's like taking a nap out, oh, okay. out in their field. Uh, so they got the jump on him and tied him up. Okay. Okay. Uh, and then they go to him and they're like, "Hey, you have to bring Iden and her apples back, or 
Odin is saying it, but Odin's like, we're gonna fucking kill you. We're gonna beat you with our walking canes. Yeah, and Loki's like, I had to do it, otherwise I was gonna die. You were there, that eagle, remember? Like, <laughs> Does know? he remember? Does he know the eagle? I mean, no, well, it's the, no, it's just the giant. Oh, okay. So he's like, I had to do it. I, I had to agree to, the, to get the apples and shit. And Odin asks him, did you have to fulfill them? Loki's eyes gleamed, red and green. Since you consort with eagles, said, said Odin, we'll draw a blood eagle on your back. No, said Loki, and he shrank before Odin's savage eye. And your rib cage will spring apart. No, said Loki, cowering. Like wings, said Odin, and his teeth were clenched. Jesus. I love how much he keeps going back to it. Yeah, they're going to break his body so it looks like an eagle, but he's going to be dead. I will find Idun and her apples, said Loki. If Freyja will lend me her falcon skin, I'll fly at once to Jotunheim, I swear it. Then Odin shook and released Loki and Freyja, beautiful Freyja, her face like a pouch now and her hair falling out. Oh, poor Freyja. Went directly to her hall with him. She pulled down the falcon skin hanging over one of the beams. You're not quite so beautiful now that you're bald, said Loki. Jesus, Loki! Freyja said nothing. Her body shook. She wept tears of gold and handed Loki the falcon skin. That's awful. He was such, he was so mean to her. Yeah. So he dons the falcon skin, basically becomes a, like, turns you into a falcon. Cool, like animal. Although he's also a shapeshifter anyway. Why did he Why need the falcon need skin? It? Maybe it, like, helps Maybe it's, you like, fly fast faster. falcon. Yeah, yeah. okay. Uh, Aren't falcons already pretty yeah, fast, yeah. though? It was even faster? So Loki gets to Thrymheim, and Thiazi, the giant, was not home. Oh, great! He had literally just gone fishing. Oh, fun! With his daughter, Scatty. <laughs> Oh, boy, yeah. Scatty. Loki found... She's a great girl, but boy, does she make a mess in the bathroom. Uh, Scatty! <laughs> Loki found Aiden, said magic words, quote, murmured the runes, oh, and turned her into a nut. Okay. And then grabbed the nut in his talons. <laughs> <laughs> but he needs the apples. I don't think it matters if she Turned she's... her and her apples into a nut. I don't know. There's little tiny nuts in the big <laughs> nut? Yeah. Little tiny apple yeah. nuts? And then flew off. Thiazi got home shortly after. Was. Realized she's gone. And was pissed. So he dons his eagle skin. Oh, bigger skin. Because he was oh. a giant eagle. He was a giant eagle in the tree, right? Turning into an eagle, and he chases Falcon Loki. As Loki nears Asgard, Thiazi gets closer and closer to Loki because he can fly faster. He's a bigger, got bigger wings. They should get a fucking eagle skin instead yeah, of the, I also are. should have guessed eagle this week. Yeah. Uh, so Odin was watching from his lookout on Hilidskjalf. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Very familiar. Where you can see whatever is happening in Asgard or Midgard. It's a beautiful place. Great place to bring a date on the first day. And he sees this this air chase happen. Yeah, where they, they're going to grab talents. And so he yells to all the gods. He says, hey, everyone, all the frail aging gods, take all of like your kindling. Wait, what? What did you say? All of your bundling. Like we the, can't... Speak slower. You know, the fire sticks. Fat, fat, you're too slow. Talk faster. You fire... Fire! There's a fire! Everyone grab buckets! <laughs> so he tells them to take all their fire sticks and pile them all by the wall. Where? By the where? Who fell? God damn it. You said there's a fall? I thought it was summertime! <laughs> what are you saying? That's fine. That's fine. I really like this bit. So he puts all, this, all the, the bundles up against the wall, and then as the falcon is flying near, he has them all lighted on fire. Oh, okay. okay. The last of their fucking strength. Like the shavings, cried Odin. Like the shavings. The flames leaped up, almost unseen in the bright sunlight. The eagle was so close behind the falcon that he could not stop himself. He flew straight through the flames and his wings caught fire. So, like, they did it, like, right after the falcon flew. That's so cool. Right. And also, it's a, just basically a clock, so it lit on fire real fast. Yeah. 
Thiazi blundered into Asgard and fell to the ground in torment. Then the gods stumbled back through the gates into their citadel and quickly killed him there. Oh, shit! <laughs> yeah. The old people did beat him to death with yeah. their canes! Yeah. Uh, Loki threw off the falcon skin. Uh, he looked at the gray, aged, ancient ones pressed around him and scornfully laughed in their faces. Then, <laughs> then the sky traveler bent over his trophy. He cradled it between his hands and softly spoke the runes. Idun stood there, young and supple and smiling. She moved innocent among the ailing gods. She offered them apples. Hooray! She's like, uh, she's like, uh, the cocoons in Cocoon. Yeah. The end. Oh, the end. Okay, there yep. you go. Yep. Uh, great. Do you want to do lessons part one? Yeah, we'll do lessons part Let's one. Let's go to lessons. Lessons. Part one. Nice. Okay, what did I learn? Like, just a lesson? Mm -hmm. Loki is a dick. Yeah. There was no reason to make fun of those old people. Like, he didn't know if they were going to be, like, get okay again. Yeah. But, like... That was not okay. Yeah. Um, I learned all old people are the same. You just get to a certain age and then you just like start yep. hating young yep. people again. Uh -huh. And there are so many ways for your body to age. So many they ways. Age like they either got really saggy and, and loose or they got really tight and stretched. Yeah, know? when like, they said tight and stretched, I thought of the uh the couple at the end of Beetlejuice. Yeah. When yeah. they when they when they when they wish him back into the outfits. Yeah. I love Beetlejuice. But I'm not gonna <laughs> say that movie title again okay. for obvious reasons. You mean Beetlejuice? Don't well, I think <laughs> It's okay because you aren't like. So I could say Beetlejuice. But again. that's it. That's it for both of us. Unless <laughs> JJ magically talks. Right. Cool. Okay. Um, and then I also learned like, yo, if you have a magical thing that keeps you young, yeah. you got to do it every single day, like every hour. Do not take a break, or you will instantly wither up and. Die. I wonder if they had to go every day to be like, yo, uh, I didn't, let me get, uh, let me get my morning apple. Again, I said it, I'll say it again, an apple a day will keep you young in a magical way. That's <laughs> yeah. what I've learned. Yeah. Alright, let story number story two. Story number two, the marriage of Njord and Skadi. Oh boy. Okay. So we'll Skadi. Skadi. The girl Skadi? Yeah, Skadi. Okay. Scotty, so, Scotty. It's probably Scotty. I think it's Scotty. I think it's that giant's daughter. So it is the giant's daughter. From my predictions, I believe she has some sort of incontinence. So at one point, there will be a bathroom-like mix-up in which she does something where she poops in her pants. Uh, it's a marriage. So maybe because they're getting married, uh, they're going to be have to, like, for the approval of the marriage, he's going to have to grab, like, an unattainable item okay. of which they then succeed and get. Okay. There is a talking deer, moose, or some sort of woodland four-legged animal. Four-legged herbivore? That's correct. Okay. Thank you, David. Gave like, me a real... Because that could be like a wolf. Listen, uh, no, it's not know. a wolf. It's, yeah, it right. eats plants and okay. shit like okay. that. All right. Um, and then... Uh, they do get married. This will end in a marriage. Okay. Oh, oh, Loki fucks it up. Uh, Loki doesn't bring a present to the... <laughs> doesn't bring a present, and everyone's, like, really upset with that. <laughs> okay. Here we go for the wedding! Cool. Uh, side note, I think that you actually will mostly like Loki's part in this story. Oh, maybe it's a good trick It's then. just funny, mostly. Oh, okay. Um, so, remember we have Scatty. Yeah. She's the daughter of the giant who was just... Killed. Brutally murdered by old people. Right. So, she is back in Thrymheim, and she's very upset. She's waiting for her father to return, and eventually he does not. This story takes place right after yes, the other one. directly that's, after. That's so cool. Yeah. 
So he doesn't come home, and eventually she figures out they must have killed him. Oh, no. And she's all pissed, and it's very cold in Thrymheim. It's like very, it's like frozen lands. It's Jot- Jotunheim is very icy, frozen, you know. Yep. If only she had her uh, father's eagle yeah, cloak. Yeah, it says at some point she, she walked from chill room to chill room. She donned a coat of mail and a helmet and chose the finest of her father's weapons. Mm. A sword engraved with magic serpentine patterning. A spear with a shaft of ash. A circular shield covered with hide and inlaid with birds of prey. Gleaming gold eyes and gaping red beaks. And then she set out for Asgard. Yo, she's basically, I mean, she sounds like a disgruntled youth. She's on a she's on a quest for revenge. And it sounds like she's going to go spear up a local establishment as soon as she gets she there. She wants the gods. She's packing, she's got heat on yeah, her. Yeah, So, when Heimdall saw Skadi nearing the walls of Asgard and raised the alarm, the gods had no wish to see more blood spilled. Because at this point, it makes the point of saying, like, since Idun was back and they had the apples and were young again, it's like they had never felt the sun quite as warm as before. They're, fe- they're, they're back they're, in They're appreciating life now and they're feeling really good. Yeah, and, I feel that. And so they, upon seeing her coming, they don't want any more blood spill or to prolong the feud. Some of them gathered and met the giantess and asked her, will you take gold for your father's death? Oh, will she? Look, we don't want any bad blood here. We know what happened happened. Let's try to end this violence. To be fair, he stole our apples, so like it's a big long thing. I know, thing. right? It's a whole thing. So would you take his gold? What good would that be? Asked Skaddy. Have you ever heard of my father's wealth? When his father, Old Vadi, died, he and his brothers, Idi and Gang, came into a gold <laughs> hoard. They measured it out in mouthfuls so as to share it fairly. And Mouth- oh, because they're giant. <laughs> yeah. I was like, okay, what is the fuck And is whatever that belonged to my father now belongs to me. No, I will not take the gold. Got it. Gold will not work. What will you take? Asked the gods. A husband, said Scatty. Oh! Then she looked long at Balder, fairest, most gentle, and wise of the gods. And he dashed away, thus creating Balder Dash? I'll settle for a husband and a belly full of laughter. Oh, she wants to, she wants to go She's see a comedy a show. bad mood. Yeah, she wants to go see some improv. Uh, maybe not. The gods conferred and agreed that Skadi could choose a husband from amongst them as payment. They did, however, make one condition. You must choose him by his feet, said Odin. Until you've chosen, that is all you'll be able to see of him. Oh, okay. Skadi was not unwilling, and Odin arranged for all the gods to gather in a courtyard so the giantess could make her choice. Shielding her eyes from all but the gods' feet, Skadi lost no time, but at once chose the most shapely pair of feet, believing that they would naturally belong to Balder, the most handsome of the gods. Nope, because he probably does shit. He's probably got rugged feet. She probably chose some sort of bookworm dude. A good choice, said Odin. Skadi quickly looked up and gazed into the friendly, knowing eyes, not of Balder, but of the lord of seafarers and sea harvests, the god Njord. Oh, Njord! And she was like, Balder Dash! His skin was weathered, and he had the clear gaze of one who has spent long at sea. Oh, but his feet are good, because they're always in the water! He even smelled of salt. Ugh, gross. Skadi was startled. She stepped back, and her icy look killed Njord smile. I thought she began think carefully, Njord said. Remember the words you speak now are the beginning of a marriage. Oh shit! <laughs> I've been tricked said Scatty bitterly. That's okay to say if you've been tricked into a marriage <laughs> You might have chosen Loki, replied Njord, <laughs> unperturbed What? He's basically saying could have been worse. Yeah, Loki's a piece you of shit. You could have fucking picked Loki, that's a terrible husband. Yeah, he's the bottom rung of gods. Right. Uh, so you have your husband then, said Odin. A fair reward for your father's death, many would say. Indeed, the better for the bargain. Fuck you! Don't you dare tell me my, my husband's worth my father. 
You've forgotten the laughter, said Scatty. Ah, that's easily put right, said Odin. Scatty shook her head. Since my father died, I've brimmed with anger or been drained by fatigue. I'll never laugh again. I'll never laugh again. Where's the trickster? asked Odin. Loki stepped forward, rather less jauntily than usual. He's also the jester. He also has to make them laugh with, like, whoopee cushions. He wondered whether Scatty knew that he had not only helped her father to steal the apples, but helped the gods recover them, too, and so brought on her father's death. Wow! <laughs> He's very involved in this situation. He's very aware of what's going on. Can you make this lady laugh, said Odin? If anyone can, you can. Okay, Challenge throne, right? Yeah, right. That's like in an improv scene when you pimp someone to be like, yo, this guy's about to say the funniest thing oh, in Jesus, the... You know what I so mean? difficult. Not I, sir, stammered the sly god, as if he were some peasant standing before the high one. Not before I've told you what happened, sir. Loki produced a long leather thong from behind his back. It was like this. I was going to the market, and I wanted to take that goat there along with me. Loki winked at Scatty. You know how goats are, don't you, lady? <laughs> He's about to go into a stand-up bit. Goat humor! We all know about goats, right? They have ideas of their own. Loki stumbled across the courtyard where the gods and Scatty were assembled and tied one end of the thong to the goat's beard. Both my hands were full, lady. I was carrying produce to the market. <laughs> lady, my hands were full! So I tied this goat to a tegument. A tegument? Said Scatty. What's a, what's a tegument? Lady, said Loki. Lady! My testicles! <laughs> and these are a thong, and not like a lady's thong. These are like shoes thongs? Uh, I, th I think maybe it's like a strap. Okay, so he's got one to the goat and one on his balls. And he looped the thong behind his scrotum. The, the goat moved a little further off to nibble at new grass, and the thong linking them tightened. Oh, no! <laughs> Early in the morning it was, lady, said Loki. Ah, very early. The goat suckers were still singing. The trickster cupped his hands to his mouth, closed his eyes, and made a magical soft whirring sound. Those are the, those are the birds while his balls are being tugged at by this goat? Squawked Loki as the goat, and then he squeaks like, he squawks loud. He does a couple coos and then he squawks loud. As the goat suddenly yanked the thong. Oh no! Ah! Squawked the goat as Loki pulled back. It was a tug of war, and when the and then the goat gave way. It gave way so completely, bounding towards Loki that he fell backwards into Scatty's arms. Oh no! And Scatty laughed. Despite herself, she laughed, <laughs> and for a while she forgave Loki everything because of her laughter. Wow! Playing the goat, said Loki, panting. Oh, he's still going on with his bit. Enough. Said all father. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's his time. Yeah, he's like, yeah, that was his five minutes. Yeah. Holy shit, that's a crazy stand-up routine. <laughs> I know, right? Tie your fucking balls to a goat. <laughs> and, then, and then pulling the goat so it falls into you. Yeah! Yeah. Uh, I have a mind to please Scatty further, said Odin. Uh, then Odin took two liquid marbles from his gown, and Scatty recognized her father's eyes. Oh, no! But look, cried Odin, and he... No, that's fine. You're fine. We'll You're just pause fine. it and move You're forward. Fine. There's a man at the door. Odin took two liquid marbles from his gown, and Scatty recognized her father's eyes. Then, then you responded, and then the door opened. So there we go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but look, cried Odin. He hurled the balls into heaven. Two stars, he said. I like to think that he's giving, like, a, a rating, not, like, actually making two stars. Sure, <laughs> like, okay. He goes over and he's like, ah, two stars. Two stars on those no. eyes. They could have been prettier. Two stars, he says. Your father will look down on you and on us all for as long as the world lasts. Then Jordan asked Scotty to go with him to his hall, the shipyard, Noatun. 
but Scotty said she would only live with Njord in her old home, Thrymheim. Yeah, the magical palace that's cold but will be filled with their love soon. Since neither of us is going to get his way entirely, said Njord, we had better agree to take turns. Nine nights in one place, and then nine nights in the other. Ooh, nine nights. Remember, Ooh. nine is an important number for Norse mythology. Oh, that's it right. It symbolizes, like, everything in the beginning. It's and... sort of like a long week and a weekend. It's like the holy number, if there was one. Okay, cool. Then Njord and Skadi left the courtyard and the kingdom of Asgard and made their way to Jotunheim. Or Jotunheim, however you... It's probably Jotunheim. It's probably Jotunheim. <laughs> uh, they climbed over rock and scree and through sheets of snow too bright for the eye when sun shone on them, a dreary uniform wasteland when clouds masked the sun. And the higher they climbed into a frozen world still as death itself, the happier Skadi became. In Thrymheim... Because she, she's going back to her house. Yeah. In Thrymheim, she gave herself to, to Njord. After nine nights, however, Njord admitted that he had no love for the icy mountains. And, he said, I think the howling of wolves sounds ugly compared to the hooping of swans. Fuck you. Then, it's like, just like an animal thing. You'll like learn to love it. Then it's his turn now. Then Njord and Skadi came back to Asgard and passed nine nights at Noatun, and Skadi's dislike of the fertile rocking sea was no less great than Njord's dislike of the barren mountains. I also agree. I don't want to fucking sleep on a boat. You're going to throw up. I cannot even sleep here, she said. There's too That's much... That's what I'm talking about! There's too much noise in the shipyard and too much noise from the harbor. Boats putting out, boats coming in, unloading of fish. The mewing gulls disturb me, flying in at dawn from the deep waters. It was not long then before... It sounds like they're going to get a divorce. Irreconcilable differences. Yeah. It was not long then before Njord and Skadi decided that the gap between their tastes was so great that, although they were married, they must live apart. Oh. It's like, uh, wasn't, isn't there a celebrity that, like, lives in a separate house from their husband? Uh... Like Gwyneth Paltrow or something? Yes. I don't think it's her. It's the blonde woman on, uh, 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 uh The Big Bang Theory. Kaylee, Quil Kaylee Cuoco? Yeah, like her and her husband take long breaks from each oh, other. Oh, cool. Whatever. Hot gosh! I just saw that <laughs> on the internet today! Uh, so they must live apart. Njord stayed at Notun and Skadi returned to Thrymheim. The giantess covered great distances on her skis. Her quiver was always at her side and she hunted and shot wild animals. The ski goddess, that crouched dark shape sweeping across the desolate snowscapes, took injury and death wherever she went. She had been touched by the god of plenty. She had yielded a little... And then frozen again. What? The end. What the fuck does that mean? It just means that they tried it. It didn't work out. She had softened for a time, but then she went back to being a cold uh, harbinger of death. Giant woman of the mountains. Yeah. Uh, so they're married. Yes. But, but they, they live apart. So they're basically not married. They're separated. Okay. But they like <laughs> didn't want to go through like the paperwork of it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, lessons! Lessons! Part two! Uh, okay, I learned that if you're on the line, like, if, 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 if this is, like, a life or death situation, use your A-fucking-material. Go right to the goat <laughs> and ball story. Like, don't do your new bit that you've been working on. Go right to your closer. Isn't that a great little Loki moment? Listen, I want to know the end of that story. I, like, picture him doing, like, a cartoon version of it, then he's like, enough, and it goes puff, and it yeah. goes away. Yeah. Um, I learned that, uh... <laughs> the bar she's like, lady, yeah. my testicles! Yeah, yeah. Great. It's a great, it's a great, great thing. Great writing. It's great it's funny in all languages <laughs> and it's funny in all time periods yeah. getting knocked in the nuts is pretty funny <laughs> right that's the jackass of fucking ancient god times right um what else you learn uh, i learned that you know uh separate beds makes for a happy life okay like just like sometimes if divorce isn't the right answer if it's not working out though something has to be done yeah and they did something 
Um, uh, I also, uh, another lesson I learned is, uh, if you got some grief in your life, just choose two stars and that's your dad. And then you can, like, not be sad anymore. <laughs> or go on a trip for revenge so that the people you're going to get revenge on offer to pay you off instead. Listen, I don't know how I feel about that part of the story. <laughs> it feels like, uh, Asgard has a real sword problem or a mental health problem, depending on where well, you I just fall. feel like they, they get into all these scrapes and then think they can just buy themselves out of I it. I just feel like, absolutely! And also... Uh, I also, I learned that, like, being young again is an amazing oh, yeah. pleasure. Yeah, yeah, you'll enjoy life so much more. All right, story okay. number three. Story number three, the necklace of the brizzings. Oh, boy. Okay, well, Predictions. That, listen, I've been told yeah. that one of these stories is a sexy story. Yeah. So I think that necklace is not actually a oh, necklace, oh but is a wink, wink, nudge, nudge, a necklace. Ah, say no more. Say, say no, no more. more. I also... I'm not as good as a wink to a blind bat. I don't know. I don't remember. It's a Monty Python story. I don't... I know some of it. I don't know all of it. Um, I, like, know all of that There's... <laughs> Necklace. Yes. Okay, Ooh, JJ, you, stop ruining bless the podcast. Uh, there's going to be another talking animal, this time a talking meat eater animal, okay, like a okay. bear or a wolf. Yeah, there was no deer. Uh, there was no deer, deer. There yeah, was no there deer was no in the deer last, in the last one. one. Mm -hmm. um, the necklace, if it is a tangible necklace, yeah. not one that can be just, you know, wiped easily clean. wiped away, <laughs> is a magic necklace with some sort of power that sure. involves fire or wind. Oh, okay, great. And we will be introduced to a new area that will have a splendiferous name that will be difficult for you to speak. That's a pretty solid guess there. I felt pretty good about that one. What's yep. the name of this story? The Necklace of the Brizzings. I now remember that you told me that. I instantly forgot, though, after you <laughs> yeah, said it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Brizzings is the place, but there's also another difficult place sure, to Sure, say. sure, sure, sure. Okay, All right, here great. we go. One night in the early twilight, Freja snuck out of Asgard. Hey, Freja's back. Yeah, she, she is. She's in, yeah, this is fun. Uh, she snuck out of Asgard, across the Bifrost, and into Midgard. The only person who noticed that happen... Loki. ...was Loki. Fucking Loki. The shapeshifter, the trickster. What was he even doing up? Fucking twiddling his thumbs? Dude, uh, nothing good happens after 2 a.m. Nothing good. And that's Loki's time. It's when he fucking puts leathers on straps on his balls with fucking goats. So I will tell you, I didn't write it in my notes, but I have to tell you, uh, Loki and only Loki saw Freja leave her hall, which is named... Sesramnir. Oh. That's a fun that, name. I thought that's good. <laughs> that might be the name I was talking Sesramnir. about. Sesramnir. Yeah. Uh, so she crossed huge fields and into mountains through some really narrow passageways and boulders and like and like uh, uh, canyons and stuff. Oh, okay. Um, down, downward into the earth and into the rock until she came. To the inner earth. Unto the smithy of four dwarves. Oh, okay. Cool. Their names were Alfred, with two G's at the end. Great. Devalin. Okay. Burling. Yeah. Coat Factory. And Grrr. Yeah, they all sound like when you go to, when you play World of Warcraft, you just hit random name, yeah, random name, yeah. random name. That last one is G-R-E-R-R. -R -R. <laughs> That's a great name. Make that your screen name, somebody. Send us Grr. an email. Grr. Okay. Uh, for a moment, Freja was dazzled by the brilliance of the furnace. She rubbed her eyes and then she gasped as she saw the breathtaking work of the dwarfs. 
a necklace, a choker of gold incised with wondrous patterns, a marvel of fluid metal twisting and weaving and writhing. She had never seen anything so beautiful nor desired, nor so desired anything before. So this is a real necklace. Yes. It's not made of spades. It is a gold fancy necklace. Oh boy. The four dwarfs, meanwhile, stared at the goddess. She shimmered in the warm light of the forge where her cloak had fallen apart. The gold brooches and jewels on her dress gleamed and winked. They had never seen anyone so beautiful nor so desired anyone before. Oh, the boys want the lady and the lady wants the necklace. Uh-huh. Freja smiled at Alfred and Valen and Burling and Grr. She did like a like a like a hard like a scan <laughs> the room with that smile. I will buy that necklace from you, she said. The four dwarves looked at each other. Three shook their heads, and the fourth said, "It is not for sale." Oh boy, I love I love their quirkiness. I want it, said Freja. The dwarfs grimaced. I want it. I'll pay you with silver and gold. A fair price and more than a fair price, said Freja. We don't want silver and gold. She moved closer to the bench where the necklace was lying. I'll bring you other rewards. We have enough silver, said one dwarf. And we have enough gold, Oh, man. I said love another. Your, I love your time. I love your uh, I like doing voice. like I like doing like kind of creepy little dudes. You should like, start like... reading some fairy tales. You can all of them. <laughs> I know there's lots of those there's in there. There's so many. Uh, Freja gazed at the necklace. She felt a great longing for it, a painful hunger. Alfred and Valen and Burling and Grr huddled in one corner of the forge. They whispered and murmured and nodded. What is your price? asked the goddess. It belongs to us all, said one dwarf. Oh shit! So what each must uh what each has must be had by the others. Oh no said the second leering. David, is this the sexy story? There's only one price, said the third. That will satisfy us. Oh no! The fourth dwarf looked at Freja. You he said. That's what he said. <laughs> it's like there would be three that sound the same and then one that sounds totally different. Yeah, right? he likes to write all And he's not... either the dumb one or the leader. And it yeah. depends on which, you know. <laughs> She's Louise. You. You. Uh, the goddess flushed and her breasts began to rise and fall. Only if you will lie one night with each of us will this... I'll do this in the leader voice. Oh, okay. Only if you will lie... <laughs> Only if you will lie one night with each of us will this necklace ever lie round your throat. Oh boy, I was right about that necklaces. <laughs> Freja's distaste for the dwarfs, their ugly faces, their pale noses, their misshapen bodies, and their small greedy eyes was great. But her desire for the necklace was greater. Oh no! Four nights were but four nights. The glorious necklace would adorn her for all time. Oh no! The walls of the forge were red and flickering. The dwarves' eyes were motionless. Oh, they're so creepy looking. As you wish, murmured Freya shamelessly. As you wish, she's gonna sell As her you body. Wish, I am in your hands. Tiny hands. And then the scene itself is very quick. Four days passed. Four nights passed. Freja kept her part of the bargain, and then the dwarves too kept their word. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's not the end of the story, but like that's just how that part goes. Listen, I appreciate that we didn't get a bunch of graphicness. Maybe someday we'll, someone will write the graphicness of that fun story. Freja spent a night with each and was given the necklace and then hurried back to Asgard. Loki still like following and sneaky and watching. He was following he her. He watched her fuck those dwarves? Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, he did. He watched. He like saw all of it. How do you know? Well, it'll pick up I'll, later. I'll tell oh, you. Oh, boy. Uh, so... God damn it, Loki! So when Loki gets back to Asgard, and here's our <sighs> fucking Loki. I just said that! Yeah. Loki immediately goes to Odin and tattles, basically. Hey, I guess you just fucked four little dwarf guys for a necklace. Who lusts after Freja. And o Loki basically was like, uh, you know what? Why is gonna... he slut shaming her? What does it matter if she did this? Uh, look, uh, 
Uh, I'm, where is it? Where is it? Where is it? I will not look. I will listen. You will read to me. Odin says to Loki, I can read your face. Ah, interrupted Loki, his eyes gleaming wickedly. But did you see hers? Whose, said Odin. Did it escape you? Didn't you see it from Hildskjalf? That's the place I was talking about. <laughs> what? Where were you, Odin, when the goddess you love, the goddess you lust after, slept with four dwarfs? Bum, bum, bum. Yeah. So he tattles to him. Uh, he tells him what's up. He tells him what happened. He tells him, like, every detail of what okay, happened. Okay, so I was out here with the goat. And but you the way it says is Odin's like, no, don't tell me. But then couldn't stop himself from listening because he was so jealous. I don't want to know. So Odin tells him... He got cuckolded. Yeah. So Odin tells him he has to get the necklace back. And is like... Is, is basically like, look, Loki, you get that necklace or don't even think about letting me see you again. Because he tattled. Yeah. Well, I, I don't know why... He knows about the sport fucking. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, Loki's like, fine, I gotta go get this necklace. So he goes to Freyja's Hall, uh, Sesrimnir. Okay. Right? Um, but it was locked. So Loki turns himself into a fly and flies all around it, trying to look for a place to get in. If he's a tiny fly, can he just, like, go through the lock? He tried. It even says he, like, tried around the lock and the lock was no good. Couldn't he become a smaller ant and he, go it underneath wouldn't work. the door? All, there was no space between oh, the door. And the, it was, like, so well built, you It's know? a very well built door. Um, but then he found one tiny, tiny little opening, no bigger than a, a, a like a needle head or a what is it? A, a, you know, like a, where you'd put the thread through. Yeah, like a, <laughs> the like, eye of a needle. That's what it's called. A needle dick. <laughs> needle, yeah, like the, the size head. of those dwarves. Uh, and he like squeezes through that. Where is it? Where did that go just now? Here we go. Uh, uh, so in the hall, everyone was asleep, including Freja. She's wearing the necklace and she's lying on her back. So the clasp of the necklace is not in reach. Mm, right? You can't get to it. She loves her necklace. So then... She worked hard for the money. She works she hard for the money. money. So Loki changed shape again, this time becoming a flea. Then he amused himself crawling over Freja's breast across the <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> across the <laughs> necklace and up onto one cheek. There he sat down. Do you know that dumb joke? Do you know about that dumb joke where there's three ants and they're on a naked lady's body and they're all like on top of they're on top of her head and they each go on adventures and then one ant comes back and goes, "Where did you go?" He's like, "I went to two mountains and I took a nap on a stump." And uh -huh. then he's like, "Where did you go?" He's like, "I went to a large valley that was that had a, a weird smell, so I came yeah, yeah, back." Yeah. And the third one, "Where did you go?" Oh, I found a deep dark cave and I went inside of it and then a bald guy punched me in the face <laughs> and spit at me. So what did you do? I punched him back. I spit at him. <laughs> I fucked up the punchline, but it's something like that. It's fleas and fuck. Jesus Christ. Yeah, I'll find it on the internet. <laughs> Keep going. Get back to it. All right. Um, so he sat down on her cheek, gathered his strength, and stung her pale skin. And she was like, ow! Freyja startled. Uh, started. She moaned and turned on her side and settled again. But now the clasp of the necklace was exposed, just as the shape changer intended. Ba ba ba! As soon as he was certain Freja was sleeping soundly once more, Loki resumed his own form. He looked swiftly around and then, with light fingers, released the clasp and gently drew his necklace from Freja's throat. No thief in the nine worlds was as nimble and skillful as he. Yeah, he's a trickster. With no movement that was not necessary, and without making a sound, he stole to the hall doors, slid back the bolts, turned the lock, and disappeared into the night. And he did that all quietly. Yep. Wow. Freja wakes up and is furious. She saw that the doors were unlocked and is like, fucking Loki. 
Where's my necklace? They're like, yeah. what? What? She I, notices the necklace is gone. She's like, what? And people are like, what guy? Well, how did you get that necklace? Yeah. Like, That's not important. I want well, it back. And she's mad that she's like, well, how could someone have found out about my Whoa, secret necklace? Loki. Well, Has also you were wearing like, it when you were sleeping. But but it's like she's sleeping. She's in her own hall. Like, how could someone have known to come and steal it? How could Loki have known? Oh, to come I pictured and steal all it? the gods sleeping in one big. No, room they all together. have their own hall. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Um, and they're like servants and daughters or whatever are in there. Okay. So she sees that the doors are unlocked and says, like, oh, it's fucking Loki. It has to be Loki. And I love that, like, through a number of these stories, anytime something is wrong, everyone's like, ah, it's probably Loki. <laughs> right. <laughs> he is the scapegoat because like he's always hanging one, out with that fucking the first goat. One, when Heimdall's servant is like, oh, I saw Loki lead Iden over the Bifrost, and everyone's like, that's it. That's fucking Loki. Yeah, of course. Of course. Uh, but she knows that Loki would have never done this on his own. If this is too brazen of an act. So do. she knows that Odin must have told him to do this. Oh, no. And Odin's the one that loves her in her bosom. lusts after her. Her lusty bosom. So, Freyja hurried to Valeskjalf. Yeah. That's his hall. Okay. And confronted Odin. Where is that necklace, she demanded. You've debased yourself and you've had, if you've had any part in this. Ooh, debasing. Odin scowled at Freyja. Who are you, he said, to speak of debasement. Who do you think you are? Here's the slut-shaming part. You've brought shame on yourself and shame on the gods. Out of nothing but sheer greed, you sold your body to four foul dwarves. Where is my necklace, repeated Freyja. Yeah. She stormed All right, well, it's over, and I did it, so give me my necklace. She stormed at Odin. She took his rigid arm and pressed herself against him. She wept showers of gold. You'll never see it again, said the terrible one, father of battle, unless you agree to one condition. There is one thing that will satisfy me. It's not sex. Oh, okay. I was like, <laughs> she's like, I know what it is. Uh, I've already had this conversation. Oh, I read it the head of the four dwarves. Freja looked at Odin quickly, and whatever it was that passed through her mind, she bit her tongue. Oh, she, she was about to let him have it. She thought it was. She thought it was gonna be dirty too. It's, it's about, about to get, get fucked up. You must stir up hatred. You must stir up war. Find two kings in Midgard and set them at each other's throats. Ensure that they meet only on the battlefield, each of them supported by twenty vassal kings. The father of battle looked grimly at the goddess. And you must use such charms as give new life to corpses. As soon as each warrior is chopped down, bathed in blood, he must stand up unharmed and fight again. Freyja stared at Odin. Those are my conditions. Whether they wish it or not, let men rip one another to pieces. Freyja inclined her head. Then give me my necklace, she said. Wow. The end. Yeah. I knew that she was going to do whatever he wanted, but I didn't know she was like, gonna do oh, it. Oh, fucking killing people? Okay. And she's just gonna be, like, stroking her necklace the whole time. Also, she's gonna have to, like, fuck those two king guys. I don't know if it's... She, I bet you... You will do activities that will raise the you'll dead. You'll use charms as such to raise the dead. Now, maybe she does set them against each other, like Is she, it raise the dead, like, a weird thing to say about a penis? Is you think that's a penis? A, I never consider my penis dead, so no. Well, well, you know, right now, it's dead, and then if it's I go, not. hey, big boy, it goes, hello! No, it's not. It's just... Hello! It's just biding its time. Okay. It's <laughs> Waiting for its moment to strike. <laughs> got it, got it, got it. Like a snake in the grass. Yeah, like a snake. There you go. Yeah, there you go. Just like what There were no is. snakes, but there were fleas and flies. Yeah, I guess that's okay, but I wanted a bear or a wolf. Yeah. I'm not mad, though. Yeah. Lessons! 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 Part three. Okay. What lessons did I learn? I learned that just like the heart of the ocean, I want that necklace. That it's necklace, a good necklace. I want a good. It is something that and I think I mentioned it when we were talking about all the gods, um, and I think it was mentioned in an earlier story. Uh, 
the necklace of the Brizings is Freja's, like, and she's a fertility goddess, right? Uh huh. Is like her purest symbol of fertility. That necklace she got from those fucking dwarves. Well, yep. she fucked for it, so yep. that makes sense. Yep, yep, yep. All right, I don't know. I mean, there's there are lessons to be learned here, but I like I, okay. First lesson: fuck Loki. Like, just straight yeah, up, like, yeah. fuck him for, like... There's, don't, don't trust that guy. He didn't have to do any of this. Um, He's just stirring the pot. He went and tattled for nothing. Right. Don't for, tattle. Don't tattle. Don't, I learned, don't be a tattletale. Yeah. What does it do? It just hurts people's feelings. Yeah. Don't slut-shame people. Like, That's a big one. I feel like do, that... Can, I really like at the end how she, like, was, like, uh, like fucking pissed at Odin and is like, fuck you, like, give me the necklace. I don't like that there still has to be a condition for it. Yeah, that she has to, like, go out there and, like, murder, like, like genocide armies. almost got to where she was like, yeah, stand up for yourself. And then it's like, well, okay, we backed it's off pretty, of that at the that end. That was pretty harsh, though, and she's like, give me the necklace. Yeah, fucking give me the... Oh, oh. You want me to have just a bunch of men kill each other forever? Fine. Easy. Oh, boy. I learned that, like... Even if you think your room is like well built, you still need a security system. Lock up your shit. You still need, and that's why this episode's been brought to you by Simply Safe. No, no, no. It has Simply not. Safe. It has Go not to simplyspace.com. Simply Space. Go to simplyspace.com. No, Simply Safe. And use the promo code Storytime. And then when it doesn't work, send them a strongly worded email saying, Why doesn't this work? And then they'll go, What's Storytime? And then tell them to look up our podcast and to sponsor it. I was going to say, you should just, when it doesn't work, tell them to email them and say, you should sponsor Storytime. I think that's a good <laughs> one, a too. More, a little more direct. Well, you would direct. see it coming. Just like you would see it coming if you had a, a ring camera. Today's episode is brought to you by Ring Camera. Use the promo code StorytimePod at checkout. And when that doesn't work, then you send them an email and say, why aren't you sponsoring our favorite podcast? Yeah. And then they'll shoot us an email. Yeah, shoot us. Just like well, the other person that brings you this episode... Who? Pornhub. Pornhub.com! <laughs> go to Pornhub. Go to Pornhub.com. <laughs> go, you can go check out the Gentleman's Head Dye Club, use, and then when you're done with that... Use the use the code StorytimePot. No, it's actually, it's, actually, it's actually Necklace. Use Magical <laughs> Necklace. And then when it doesn't work, send them a strongly worded email. It's a bunch of ladies. They work out of, like, Santa Monica. That's fun. Yeah, we, like, dealt with them when we did the, por- the head dye show. And then tell them to sponsor <laughs> our show. We are an equal opportunity podcast. Anyone can sponsor us. But Pornhub should. But Pornhub <laughs> should. All right. This was a very sexy episode. There was like a weird four-way. Was, well, they it was one each night. Yeah, like, I they, think one they of the each nights. had their turn in the Pornhub ver- in the Pornhub version of this. It's though, one scene. It's, it's one. No, right no, no, no. It's like a couple of scenes. Well, yeah, but it's like a. It's like. But a, it ends it in a gangbang. Yeah, it yeah. ends. Yeah. Well, yeah. is it a gangbang? If you're is gangbang always a negative term? No. Oh, okay, great. It just is a. It's just a. It is what it. It's a multiples doing one. Let's call it a multiples doing one. <laughs> yeah. Use the promo code multiples doing one. <laughs> so there you go, David. I didn't know these stories were gonna get so sexy. Yeah. I didn't know you were gonna tell me some yeah. erotica. These are fun ones. These are fun like Loki causing shit stories. I was gonna say the theme of all these though is go fucking fuck yourself, Loki. Yeah, Loki. Fucking yeah. Loki. Go fuck yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thanks, everyone. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Storytime. I can't wait to see one other Norse mythology. Also, I want fucking Thor. Like, if you have to go out of your way to find Thor stories, great. I'll try to get some Thor stories. I'm ready for Thor stories. Yeah, I'll try to get some good ones. Uh, Maybe I'll try to find, like, Thor-themed stories next week. Just, we'll see. see. I know he's a part of it. Let's fucking hear him. Yeah. Uh, don't forget to hit us up on the Twitter and the emails. Yeah, if you have, uh, if we missed any lessons, hit us up with hashtag additional lessons of what you took away from yeah, this week's story. Yeah, and that's at uh, the Storytime Pod. 
and the storytimepod at gmail.com. Right, but you should hit up us off on Twitter if you're just going to send lessons. Unless Twitter, you're going to send like a well-worded we'll, we like, email. We like the emails that come to us. We've had nice emails, and those are those are good for me during the week. Yeah, they, they <laughs> lift David's spirits up. Like it, like you saw, like a man wearing an eagle cloak. Yeah. Well, we will cloak ourselves into the dead of night, and we'll see you guys next time. And ladies, next time. I'm Michael. I'm David. JJ, your paws are hurting me. And we'll see you next time. Okay, bye. Okay, bye. That's our show. Thanks for coming around. Don't be sad. No need to frown. We'll have more stories. Don't throw a fit. Goodbye, one and all. And we'll see you in a bit. I mean, I guess they were probably fucking... Oh, I didn't mean to delete all that. Well, I deleted all that stuff that we had had before. What do you mean? Not what the episode we just Fuck, did. did we just lose my episode? <laughs> no, that's still... No, I, I, every, every time I start a whole new instance. So okay. We're fine. We're